figure it out. Well, yeah, I had to be because, like, last time we did this, I didn't use headphones like an idiot. And so everything you said had an echo. And so I had to, I had to go in and mute every single section where, oh like, gosh. where I would have heard you on my side. And it was terrible. It was awful. Um, but we got it done. So it's all good. Are those the ones we did at Brian's house? No, the one, the last times we, the last ones that we did like remotely, which was uh, it was a couple oh. back. It was it was the, um, the mini spiracies and the, uh, the one where how Bear gives you AIDS, gave you AIDS. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, because I was yeah. I was sitting like in the fetal position in my daughter's closet, like holding a microphone and a laptop. I was like, I am so uncomfortable. Yeah, so, this is much more my speed. I, I, I mean, forget you can. I forget you can look at me. I sit. Oh, I'm actually not even looking at the video. Okay. But I'm. Yeah, I'm sitting in a fetal position in my daughter's closet just on a normal day, just to try and get through it. You know. Yeah, I do that too. But they find me, and then they throw toys at me, and then yeah. they laugh at me and make me make them unicorn peanut butter jelly sandwiches and four Capri Suns. And I say that's too many Capri Suns. You're gonna get a tummy ache. And she says, I don't care. And I'm and, gonna do it anyway. And who's offering you? A unicorn peanut butter jelly sandwich can a pre-sun. Huh? Huh? No one. No one, but Riley makes me eat the crust off the unicorn peanut butter jelly sandwiches because she says it's ugly, and I always eat the ugly food. Oh. I love my kids. Yeah. No, I, I, I love my daughter, too. She does this thing where she'll, like, try to feed me stuff, but she's, it's cute, but she doesn't know when to stop, and so, like... like so she'll try to feed you like actual food or no, like, like actual food stuff. No, I, she, she's Here's good about block. it being real food. <laughs> but I found this grass. She, Please right. eat. But the thing is, she doesn't always think about the fact that I don't want to eat the food that she has already begun to eat. And so mm-hmm. she'll take the food out of her mouth and then put it into my mouth. And I'm like, no, thank you. And then she gets upset because I didn't eat the food that she offered, you know, so nicely. And uh, it, it becomes a whole thing. Hold on, father. I have pre, father. I have pre-chewed your food for you to save you the mouth muscles. Uh, your mouth must ache so much from eating so much food. I have saved you the pain. Uh, no, that's thank true. You. I'm you the have jerk. Disrespected I'm ungrateful, me, father. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm gonna do my favorite dance, which is rolling around on the ground and screaming. <laughs> I just imagine her with a little white glove. Whack. Yeah. Honestly. And then it, rolling. Yeah, it feels that way sometimes. It feels like. Like, you know, like, I I feel like when she wants to, like, throw down, she, like, challenges me to a duel. Like, if she's upset about something, she feels I've wronged her in some way. Like, it's it's surprisingly formal. Yeah, there's, like, a declaration of, like, comes in a scroll, and it's like, you but hereby come to the, the backyard at high noon. Right. We will, and, dual, and, pis- we will dual pistols, and they will be the Super, so- super Soka 4020. Or, usually, usually she gets, lets us lets you choose your weapon. You always got to let the person that you're uh, the person that's being challenged um, chooses the weapon, right? And I so, also subcon- sorry, I also subconsciously called it the Super Soaker 420. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Super Soaker 420. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Today, me and my oldest daughter, who's three, had an actual like like discussion about Blue's Clues. So. For those who don't have kids, Blue's Clues has gotten, like, um, a reboot. But it's not a reboot. It's, like, a continuation of, like, classic Blue's Clues. Oh, interesting. Like, there was Steve, and there was Joe, and now there's Josh, who is, like, actually Steve and Joe's cousin. And Steve and Joe are also on the show as, like, 
uh, side characters that come in from time to time. Like Steve like, is a detective. Are they like forty yeah. or older? They still look great. Like Steve is bald. That's why he quit the show because he has um what's that alopecia or something. Like he lost all his hair at a really young age. But the um, theory, but he, the theory on the schoolyard was that he went to jail. No, he became a no. executive producer on the show, and he. Oh, well, actually, that's pretty other... good for him. <laughs> yeah. The other rumor was that he married the main star of Big Comfy Couch, but that's not true at all. They've never met. Um, I don't know why uh, that but that's, a big thing. That's a wholesome, you know, idea. Yeah. It kind of warms your heart. But, like, anyway, so she, uh, my daughter's obsessed with, like, the new um, Blue's Clues. Um, and apparently, so Josh is, like, the new Steve and Joe, and he's their cousin. And mm-hmm. everybody loves him because he's apparently very attractive, and they call him um, the Steve who fucks. That's, that's the, <laughs> the Reddit name they give him. Um, no, not on the show, right? Like, yes, all right, kids. The that's the, now that's for your the adult, host. <laughs> that's the adult joke, right? <laughs> they always sneak one adult joke, and it's just blatant in neon like letters, like not even censored, just like straight yeah. up like advertising it. They say it loud. It turns up the volume, and it's like fuck, and all the kids are like, yay, fuck. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Okay, but the main thing I'm trying to get at is uh, she has a blue, like, stuffed animal that she's been obsessed with lately. And she goes, can you hand me blue? And it's literally, like, within arm's reach of her. And she's like, Dad, I can't reach it. Can you grab blue? I was like, just grab her. Because we all know blue's a girl. Like, we all know that, right? right? Yeah. She looks at me and she goes, Dad, blue is a boy. And I went, I turned, I went, oh, you ignorant child i said that she didn't understand it but i was like oh and i i went on this whole tirade it's like i too was young and once thought blue was a boy and magenta was the girl in fact many of my peers felt that way but you soon will learn the truth you'll soon re-watch the episodes as an older person and realize they are saying she and her the entire mm-hmm. time but for some reason because we associate blue with boy and pink with girl we all thought that Blue was a boy, but she stood her ground and was like, Blue is a boy. Magenta is the girl. She is pink. Blue is blue. She is a boy. And every time I would say she, she would say, hey, Blue is a boy. Like all day. Oh, like, man. She was pissed. I'm like, I just kept looking at her. I was like, you'll, you'll, you'll realize your mistake one day, but just live in this blissful ignorance for now. For now. You'll, yeah. You'll learn. I One like, day you'll recognize the blatant gender norms around us, and mm-hmm. and uh, it'll change your life. It's so weird how kids always associate blue to be a boy, and then like when you get older, it's like oh my god, blue's a girl. Like, and then you yeah. see an episode, it's like oh yeah, they like blatantly say that constantly in the show. Right, but it's also like I don't even I don't even think we were necessarily taught that blue is a boy color necessarily. Like not not explicitly, right? I, I think we just kind of like see boys wearing blue and we like see girls wearing pink and we're like we just make a connection as you know kids i agree because like i don't i don't remember getting handed like a pamphlet that said blue equal boy pink equal girl when i was a kid like right i i guess like if you go to like baby like parties or i don't remember like i don't know how i picked up on it i guess maybe the gender reveal parties and like the thing was like i was never like 
the kid that like tried on like dresses for fun or wanted to wear the pink stuff. Like I just, it's not that I didn't want to because like, Oh, that's girly. I just was like, I'd rather just wear my flower, like camo pants and my um, Mickey mouse t-shirt that I won at a carnival and it's got a stain on it. Like I didn't like, I don't know how you learn that stuff, but I guess it just is so ingrained in our society that we just subconsciously pick it up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you sound like you were a fashion pioneer, though, my friend. Um, no, my mom bought me all my clothes up until the eighth grade, and she bought me a pair. And the reason I brought up flower camo pants is because they were huge, baggy cargo, like uh, cargo pants that had like green, like army colored floral Hawaiian flowers, and the rest was khaki. I wore those <laughs> like out and got like ridiculed and like made fun of and I went mom you are not picking out my clothes anymore and she honestly was kind of offended by that so I was like <laughs> mom look at what I'm wearing also <laughs> did you think this was a good idea mom like also remember when I went to school last week and you cut my hair and everyone called me mushroom head no more haircuts no more haircuts okay. and that was you became a man that day yeah no more flower mushroom man um and my and I, my voice was still dropping at the time, so I was like, "No more haircuts, mom." <laughs> well, I'm hey, we're going through enough. Uh, Segway, welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. My name is Greg. Yeah, oh my god, my name is Nick. And um, yeah, we we just I, I mean we never know how these things are going to start, but nope. um, I do. Well, I, is it is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yeah. Is or it uh, who who ended the last one? I think was you did. You had a two parter, yeah. Or did you end it with You're right, yes you are. It is your turn That's what I thought, alright Well I am going to continue the Cryptid series Hell yeah uh, Hell yeah, and I think it's going to be fun Um, I'm a little less prepared for this one And I'm also not totally 100% I'll tell all you folks at home That I'm I'm ill I'm down with a sickness I have the plague Um, But actually I, I feel pretty much okay It's just like, I have a Bit of a scratchy throat, and I'm coughing a little bit, and it keeps me up at night, and I haven't slept in two days from uh, from the hacking and the coughing. But aside from that, I feel great, and I'm really excited to to share a new story with you guys. Um, all I need to know is, are you ready? I'm so ready. The Can last one, it? I don't know, because the last one threw me for a huge twist, and I am I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be m- mystified and educated. Well, good, because that's what I've got for you. I've got another animal. It's it's another historic animal here, and uh, there's a bit of a twist as well. Maybe not quite as big of a twist, but a bit of a twist. So let's uh, let's get down to it. <clears throat> August fourth, fifteen seventy-seven, Blytheburg, England, about seven miles from Leeston in Suffolk. At the Holy Trinity Church, there were villagers that were sheltering inside. Uh, from a storm. Suddenly, a huge clap of thunder caused the doors of this church to burst open. Wait, pause. The sound? The sound. Of thunder blew open the doors? There's a bit of folklore here, but yes, the sound of the thunder threw the the doors open. Much like when we have a chili cook-off and my father is standing near the back of the atrium, the sound can indeed throw open doors. I mean, um, 
I, that, that, I don't that, that have a joke. Happened. That's no, that disgusting. Happened. I mean, and, hey man, like it's a, it's natural. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, um, it's not natural, but it is metal as hell though. So, <laughs> rock on. Rock on. Anyway, the doors burst open through some force of evil, so to speak, <laughs> and a creature came right into the sanctuary. It ran through the congregation. And as it came through, it picked out a man and a boy that were sitting in the fourth pew. I don't know if that was true. I made that up. But he, they killed them instantly. The creature was described as a mangy black dog that was gigantic, seven feet long, with monstrous teeth, glowing red eyes, and a howl that would strike fear into the hearts of men. And yet, its feet made no sound. What? Yeah. So you say it, seven feet long, so I guess it was on all fours and was just right. really long. Right. Like a and, long dog. And the dog's name, or the way it's called, is Black Shuck. And Black this is a very common uh, occurrence in England. Hellhounds uh, are, are the cryptid of the day, and this has happened apparently oh. several times throughout history. Oh, it's Hellhounds? Oh, well, hell yeah. This one specifically, Black Shuck in particular. So anyway, oh. it ran through the congregation, it killed a man, and it killed the boy, and then the steeple of the of the uh, church crashed in through the roof. As that what? happened, the dog left out the same way that it had come, and as it passed through the doors, it left scorch marks on the door, which are still visible to this day. If For you go real? to like the you could... church, the Holy Trinity Church in Blackburg, you can see the scorch marks on the door left by Black Shuck. What? It's, yeah. There, there are that... photos, you can look it up. So if you want to. Now, 12 miles away, St. Mary's Church, Bungay, England. There was another group of people that were in the church and the storm was still raging on. And as the moment came for lightning to strike, everything went dark because there was no electricity. It was 1577. But everything went dark because it was dark already. And Black Shuck burst <laughs> through the door and killed two more people during that service. And they couldn't see him because he was also black. Well, and just like everything around them. Right, oh, right. that is dramatic as yeah, hell. I know. Right, and then this this flaming-eyed hellhound comes and kills two more people. The Reverend Abraham Fleming uh, was the clergyman at the time, and he described the appearance of the legendary hellhound with a pamphlet he wrote in 1577 titled A Strange and Terrible Wonder. He wrote, and this is all Old English, so I, I don't have a full translation for any of this crap, but... It says, this black dog, or the devil in such a lanessi, I don't know, God he knoweth all who worketh all, running all along through the body of the church with great swiftness, with an E at the end, an incredible haste among the people, and a visible form and shape passed between two persons as they were kneeling upon their knees and occupied in prayer, as it seemed, wrung the necks of them both at one instant, clean backward, insomuch that even at a moment when they kneeled, they strangely died. Uh, one... That's, I, I, I didn't, I'll be honest, it's hard to follow because it's written in Old English. Yep. But, it's so like the dog strangled them and they died instantly? So, yeah, the, the descriptions of the murders of these four people by this dog were that it, it took them by the neck and, uh, and killed them in that way. Like, bit them in the neck? or yeah. like No, it didn't, thumbs it didn't use his like, dog hands. And, no, it like bit them in the neck. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like... I mean, if it's a hellhound, they might have special hell thumbs for strangling. Right, 
I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't that that wasn't described anywhere here. No. Uh, but historian W. A. Dutt also wrote about Black Shuck in his 1901 book um, Highways and Byways, which is set in East Anglia. He takes the form of a huge black dog and prowls along the dark lanes and lonesome field footpaths, where although his howling makes the hearer's blood run cold, his footfalls make no sound. The legend of Black Shuck is so popular that images of the dog are actually up in buildings across the town. They've got uh, weather vanes that are made out of this dog and lightning bolts, and it's even been incorporated into Bungay's coat of arms. Oh. Yeah. Black, Black Shuck specifically? Black Shuck. Yep. The, the dog, the hellhound Black Shuck. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's basically where I'm going with this, but it gets a little bit more interesting. Just a little bit. Maybe not a ton, but I think it's more interesting. Okay. 1127, England, town of Peterborough. Immediately after the arrival of Abbot Henry of Pato in the Abbey of Peterborough, there was quite a ruckus. This is how it was described in uh, a written text that I don't know the author of. It was a Sunday when they sing Exerquare, again, Middle English, even older. Many men both saw and heard a great number of huntsmen hunting. The huntsmen were black, huge, and hideous, and rode on black horses and on black he-goats, so pause here. They rode on goats. He goats. He goats. Male goats. But they were riding on the back of a goat. Is which that is a little strange? I mean, do, were goats bigger back in the day? I don't think so. I think goats were. I think goats back in eleven twenty seven were were still just goats. But not. I would love to see that because that sounds very funny. It sounds kind of hilarious, right? Imagine a big guy, you know, black armor and like he's just massive and he's got torches and everything and he's riding on a goat. Yeah, and what and the goat gets scared, it's going to like do that falling over fainting thing. Yeah, yeah, the goat just passes out and he's like, "Ah, oh, crap." And he kicks it and it doesn't get up. Yeah, it it, it makes for it would make for a good money python skit. Um, anyway. Sounds, sorry. And, Mount your he goat. <laughs> Uh, but their hounds were jet black with eyes like saucers and horrible. This was seen at the very, very dear park of the town of Peterborough in the woods that stretched from the same town to Stamford. And in the night, the monks heard them sounding and winding their horns. Witnesses said around 20 or 30 of these hellish beings stayed in the area through Lent all the way to Easter, which is a period of about 50 days. Now, those Jeez. events are known as the Wild Hunt. And it's actually not just an English phenomenon. It's happened in other countries as well. Western, Northern Europe, uh, they also have wild hunts through untamed lands, and they also uh, mention these black hellhounds, uh, essentially black shuck, uh, and those hunts were generally associated with a change of seasons from fall to winter. Um, possibly okay. because the strong cold winds came blowing over the landscape, forced people indoors, anyone who didn't make it inside would die, and so the, the interpretation was these people were, were out and the, the wild hunt happened, and uh, they, were, they were taken. Um, they were shucked. They were shucked like corn. Is that why they call it black shuck? Because people were just taken in the night. Uh, I guess in the middle of a church. I don't service? know why it's called. You know, I haven't found any. I've, I've done a bit of research. I haven't found any reason why it's called black shuck. I looked um, up a picture of him. It's not very friendly looking. No, it's I a did. Scary looking dog. And I saw the scorch marks. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Right. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So this is this is a, another description of the dog. Just just so we really get a picture here. This was written in 1901. Um, oh wait, actually, it's the, the same modern one. It's just, day. It's just longer. Um, 
So, his howling makes the hero's blood run cold, his footfalls make no sound, but such an encounter might bring you the worst of luck. It is even said that to meet him is to be warned that your death will occur before the end of the year. So you will do well to shut your eyes if you hear him howling, shut them even if you are uncertain whether it is the dog fiend or the voice of the wind you hear. You may perhaps doubt his existence, and like other learned folks, tell us his story is nothing but the old Scandinavian myth and the Black Hound of Odin, brought to us by the Vikings. So basically just never open your eyes. Basically, if you hear anything at all, you shut your eyes and you hide because that could be Black Shuck and you could be doomed to die either that very moment or within the next year. It sounds similar to like as like the superstition of when a black cat crosses your path. Like it I wonder is. I wonder if this is where that is like originated from in some way. I don't know, maybe not, but it just sounds similar in that aspect. Yeah, no, it, it is it is definitely similar. Uh, but again, this isn't the like that was eleven twenty seven the first time it was mentioned the wild hunt, fifteen seventy seven when the people were murdered in the church uh, by Black Shuck, which again was written in a strange and terrible wonder. But that's not the end of Black Shuck. Black Shuck also was mentioned in another account uh, in nineteen o five. A man are really big gaps in time. They're very big gaps in time, hundreds of years. Um, a man claims that a black dog turned into a donkey. I know. And then vanished a few heartbeats later. A four-year-old girl during World War II, heart, 1940s heart, or 1930s. Sorry, heartbeats? Like, heartbeats. Just moments. See, I've just never... That's such a poetic way to describe it's, that. Yeah, it's dramatic language. I didn't write this one. Uh, I'm going to use a, that. Yeah, I, I might use that. I might, I might, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I did write this one. Everyone, I'm, no sources. I wrote all this. Um, no, there, there are going to be sources. Uh, a four-year-old girl during World War II, which would have been 1930s, encountered a large black dog that walked from her window around her bed, made eye contact with those glowing red eyes we talked about, and then vanished before reaching the door. Needless to say, she didn't sleep well that night. And then, in 1974, a 10-year-old boy wrote about an encounter he'd had when he was six. He said he saw a black animal with yellow eyes galloping toward him at night. He screamed for his mother, and she said it was merely a reflection of Carr's headlights from outside his window. Okay. Possibly. But the boy read a story about the haunted council house and the black dog's spirit, and he became convinced the original account of the black dog was, in fact, the truth. Well, Quite possibly. He got it. He got it wrong, so his yellow eyes, and he's just a little... Yeah, and it was 1974. A little too late, I think. Yeah. Kid, um, kid I just think, wanted attention. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't blame you. It's 1974. Not much to do. Video games are not invented yet. Right. So, make up stories and get people wrestling, and you go, hee-hee, in your bed, and go, I got him talking. Now exactly, set, exactly. Now, in the center of attention, I get to talk to Mr. Policeman tomorrow. And so, basically, if we look at, at a whole, at the events of... 1127 with the Wild Hunt, the events of 1577, and then later events in the early 1900s, we can see that something is going on. Those people didn't just die just because in the church. And other people have had many, many sightings of this animal that's foaming at the mouth and and rabid and ravenously focused on their next meal, trying to just get another kill, one more kill. And uh, the way that Double they just... The way they described it is being so large seven feet long all black um and and just a terrible terrible creature scorch marks on the door and everything uh it, it, it's a little fanciful you know i normally like i said with the cryptid series i don't really like taking on stuff that probably isn't real and so you know i, I diverted a little bit on this one um except they found this dog i'm sorry what black shuck was unearthed 
I, I'm sorry. You Give hit me with. You got another fucking twist on me, man. What the hell? It's. I was thinking like this is like some mythology bullshit. Like it's just like a story. Like you just like the church tells, or like it's no. some demonology thing that they just say to like beware the hellhound, so you don't, so you eat your peas or whatever. But no, no they they have uncovered a beast in the the towns or the. Yeah, the ruins of Leaston Abbey in Suffolk. Remember, Suffolk is the area that was oh. being attacked in 1577. Um, oh my and god. The remains are of a gigantic dog that was measured at seven feet tall. They said tall, but seven feet long um, and weighing 200 pounds. Good lord. Radiocarbon dating shows that the dog hails from the 16th century, the exact time when the churches were hiding from that storm. It was it was actually August 4th of 1577 when that happened. And they are currently doing some more tests to determine if they can date the exact year that this animal came from. However, what they found was that um, it was 14 stone, which is about 200 pounds, 7 feet tall on its hind legs. It was less than 20 inches deep and unmarked. There were pottery fragments that found in the same area that date from the height of Shuck's alleged reign. And radiocarbon dating tests are going to give the exact uh, age, and they're still working on that, but um, but it does show that it was a 16th century massive animal that was found in the area where these murders happened. And it's very, very likely that this animal is the real Black Shuck. Uh, did you uh, I think I missed it what year did they discover this thing did it say they discovered this uh, it was unearthed in 2014 oh okay maybe they've done the carbon dating test by now I don't see that on the article but um, but yeah it was it was recent that they discovered okay. it I mean the fact that the accuracy of like the height and the like the length and the time period and it was like a mangy dog thing I'm guessing they just found like a skeleton or something but right like the fact no, that they're they able to put that like i got goosebumps thinking about that like oh this, this is some fantastical story but no this shit is real a dog that just like burns doors and bursts them open and just kills people instantly and is selective on who he kills mm -hmm. like does he read my sins and goes unworthy dead yeah like, that and that's the thing some some stories say even just a look you just looked at it and you were cursed, right? Or you heard the howl and you were cursed. And there's there's actually some kind of, I mean, depending on how you see it, kind of spooky or kind of like, you know, just creative. You know, there was no TV back then, but there was a, a local verse um, that recorded the events this way. It says, All down the church in the midst of fire, the hellish monster flew. And passing onward to the choir, he many people slew. Jeez. And, Yeah. That's 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 the thing that made me think. You know what? If and and we can start talking about theories now too. Some of this we can be pretty sure is is embellished, right? Right. Some of it. The scorch marks I on the door. It was storming outside. Quite possible the church was struck by lightning, especially considering that the steeple fell down. Right. Yes. But they also could have been attacked by this rabid, massive, terrible dog at the same time. Like on one hand, I think, oddly enough, I feel like the the first one of like the scorch marks on the door and the steeple falling, is the most realistic story because 
I personally think that that is just a very weird set of coincidences. And when all that happens at the same time, you're going to fucking tell that story a million times. Like that is going to be told around the town and embellished to high heaven. So like yeah. when stuff like that happens, like, yeah, they'll add on like whimsical details and like, and the fairies came and like picked me <laughs> up and said, believe in me. And I said, no, and then they died or something. But like, right. like imagine like you're in, you're in church and some mangy dog comes in, just rabid and kills somebody at the same time. The church is struck by lightning and mm-hmm. like demolishes half the church. Like you're not going to think like, wow, um, who did something to piss God off that bad? Like what is right. happening? And it's 1577. We got to remember that too. I mean, at that time, very little was known about, I mean, I say very little was known. They knew a lot of things. They knew probably a lot of things that we don't know just because we live kind of separated from most of the natural world. But a lot of things were ascribed to as either, you know, myth or folklore, like like the fairy stories, or uh, it was ascribed to their, their religion where, you know, this, this dog is, is uh, an avenger, right? Or this dog is a demon. Um, yeah, or part this of the dog un- is... Sorry, I was like, he's part of the Avengers now. So. Well, yeah. Black no, they, Shook. They kill off to that word. <laughs> but yeah, and, and like they, they would, they would probably see it as one way or another that like these were were cursed, were doomed, were damned, um, mm-hmm. or like we, you know, for our sins are are going to be punished by this demon, or maybe you know it wasn't even necessarily for our sins. It was just that in this in this celestial battle, right? This was a blow that the devil struck against us, you know. So and right. there's there's a lot of ways you can look at it, but in 1577, I think that that becomes the most likely scenario, right? Yeah. I mean, even today, imagine you're sitting in your modern day 2022 church, you're mm-hmm. singing along to some worship music and a giant dog bursts in the room, kills someone, and then the church explodes. That's going to put the fear of God right in my pants. Like Uh yeah. I I like I don't I'm to agree. I would get on my knees and be like, I'm so sorry for whatever I did to get this man killed and half the church destroyed. Like, I like, there's no, like, it's such a fantastical story that I feel like I believe it more for some reason. I, I mean, don't know why. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. Um, and okay. I just found out that Shuck, they believe the name is either an old English word for demon or from the local dialect, it could mean shaggy as well. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe both. Also, shock a dog, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's just the way they said it. Maybe they just said it kind of funny because they wear accents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the theories surrounding it, you know, and why it spread so far and got so much notoriety, I think in part are just you know the 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 beliefs at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that. But I think as it grew it was probably used in the same way that a lot of fairy tales were used um, basically to keep kids in line, right? The kids that right. thought that they saw the, that they saw black shuck a hundred, no, not even 100, like 400 years later. Um, I, I think it was probably because parents had told their kids, Hey, if you're outside at this time, right. And you're supposed to be home, then you're in danger of getting attacked by the shuck. Right or black shuck will come find you and you'll be cursed or you'll be dead, and you know that's that's how that's how they cut kids in line back then. 
you didn't have leashes yeah. like we do now us us modern folks you know we we're, we're evolved like, past that we have leashes for our children but then or like you just they had stories. give them an ipad to like keep them calm like back then you literally just had to scare the shit out of your kids to behave right. it's like nowadays like oh here's this calm down here's your ipad like just take a minute like your kids are acting rowdy if you don't calm down a giant dog is gonna come through the door and rip your throat out and he's called the black shook and he takes bad little boy's name like jacob he's like that's my name i know and he's coming for you if you don't shut up jacob you remember i showed you the church doors you saw that yeah yeah do you want that to be you i didn't yeah. think so yeah you think i'm lying evidence evidence now, eat, this is real eat your mcnuggets jacob <laughs> Each this, year's was, thou- this was last week, actually. <laughs> Thousand nuggets. So, anyway, yeah, that's that's the story. It's not as built out as the Beast of Javadon, just because, well, you know, this guy, his his uh, his body count is so much lower. It's only four people that we have the actual stories of, whereas the Beast of Javadon killed over a hundred people. Um, so it's like kind of it's kind of weak, you know? Yeah, but, but it is. It's a lot more. Um, what is it like? cosmic in a feeling in a way or like not cosmic like there's spiritual. more mythology to it yeah like say. there's more i feel like it has a greater weight because it has so much like myth m- mythos to it rather than the other one it's just like this is just a really crazy looking fox thing that's just like killing people whereas this one's like this had glowing eyes and spoken tongues and ripped <laughs> throat out and was like right in front of us and came inside and selected specific people to kill and then like burnt the church and then went dormant for hundreds of years and then came back and struck again like it's a lot more like fantastical sounding so whereas it's a wild ride dude it's a wild ride so i encourage all of you as we move from the summer into the fall into the winter and the seasons are changing and the wild hunt is on everyone's mind that you stay inside you exercise caution and should you hear howling you do not Go to the door. For if you do, it may be the last time. So don't answer the door. Never answer the door. If you hear any noise, close your eyes. Hide under the blanket. Kick your feet in in the blanket because you know if you keep your foot out, they's going to grab your foot. That's how it works. Yep. Like If you're under the blanket, Chuck will walk in the door and it'll go, ah, oh, dang, he's under the blanket. Man, all right, well, this is a waste of time. I'm just going to go to the next house. And then you're safe. But he sees even so so much as a toenail. And he's like, all right, game on. Yeah, because if you didn't know this, Black Shuck in defeat. (laughs) So. Yeah, I found his Tumblr. It was really unsettling. Yeah, it was um, (laughs) not what I expected. (laughs) Not paws, like a dog paws, like human feet. Yeah, and monkeys too. He likes them hairy. Yeah. Real strange. I don't I I mean you do you black shuck but it's just not it's not my vibe not yeah. for me but I mean no I mean I guess no shame a little shame. I was gonna say as long as you're not hurting people it's like but wait you are wait, no, murdering people yeah so maybe stop yeah maybe maybe you quit that oh a fun fact while I was kind of googling stuff about this um and I, I don't I think it's still the newest Assassin's Creed game I have I don't play them anymore but I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there is a mm-hmm. side mission revolving around you hunting down Black Shuck. Really? And, uh, yeah. I didn't read all the IGN article, but it's like a walkthrough on it. But it's like you ha- it's a side quest where you go and like hunt him down. 
Well, all right. Let's. It's time to get our revenge. Yeah. He has. He has licked one too many feet. Yeah, and also he killed my dad. So pretty pissed That's, about that. But I mainly mean, the feet you know, thing. Yeah. No, I can get over that. But the feet. He licked my feet, yes. man. I can't. I can't tolerate that. So invasive. Yeah, I am. Uh, like, cause I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I thought I was mad, but now I'm just like questioning things, and it's made me really upset. So I just we we need to get him, cause I'm I'm just confused. Tired of, yeah, I need to go lie down under my blanket so he can't find me. Right. Or, I'm I'm never gonna not wear socks again. I hope he knows that. I hope he knows the emotional trauma I have that I will wear socks in the pool, in the shower. I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear socks all the time. There's never gonna be a time I'm not wearing socks now. Have you ever actually worn socks in a pool? It sucks. It sucks. And that's our time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, I will say this. Thank you guys for listening. As always, if you learned something or enjoyed the story, uh, go ahead and rate us five stars. We appreciate it. If you rate us four Mm -hmm. stars, you're dead to us. And uh, and also Shuck will find you. So five stars it Mm -hmm. is. And, and don't forget yep. to subscribe. We've got a lot more episodes coming, so I want to make sure you guys are able to hear those as they come out. That way you're not left behind and the FOMO will get you. Because if you're a day late, everyone else is going to be talking about it and there'll be spoilers. And I don't want that for you. I, I, I yeah. want more for you. Yeah. So we don't want this to be like Game of Thrones times where you go into the office and be like, remember when this person died and then came back to life and then they were like, I've never seen the show, but yeah, me neither. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh no, I didn't watch it. I had to go to the bathroom for two hours." And like, "Oh, sorry," but we don't want that for you. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at Zeitgeist Podcast or our DM us there. I'm terrible at posting on the Twitter, but if you have any conspiracy theories or stories you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or at our email, which is thezeitgeistpod at gmail.com. And that's all, folks. So stay safe, be careful, five stars, and subscribe. And and watch out for your toes, because just watch out. They'll be getting licked. If If your toes are getting licked in the middle of the night, don't assume it's a dog, but you should definitely check in case it is. Especially... I don't know what's worse, actually. Especially if you don't own pets or have a someone living with you right yeah if or, or if you live alone and and you don't have pets and uh you know this is this is actually really creeping me out this is a lot more unsettling than the story i just told feel licking if a if a stranger is in my room at night licking my feet yes yes sir oh i was thinking of just like a ghost ghost licking that's that's also bad yeah I'm Not convinced, though, that this is another theory. Free one, before we before we close, there are no ghosts. There's just people that live in people's attics and walls. What's worse? I'll what let you, you just judge. said is 100% worse. I'll let you be the judge. Thanks. I already listening. judged it, and I hate it. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Who's up there? Who's up there?